Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are a part of Local Church St. Pete. We want to highlight his activity and celebrate his grace. Enjoy this story. Good morning, Local Church. It took me a long period of time to truly understand Jesus. Growing up in a Catholic household, we went to church every Sunday for exactly 45 minutes, got a free donut afterwards, uh, and then went on with our lives. The idea of being a good person was stressed greatly. However, we did not own a Bible. To give you a quick snapshot, I believe Jesus was a white Caucasian male until I was about 25 years old when my now husband informed me, no, he was a Middle Eastern and likely brown-skinned. Let's just say my mind was blown, and thank you, Ned, for not leaving me instantly. Jesus was someone I went to only when I was in need. There was no real relationship there. After college, I did a program called Teach for America and saw what actual poverty looked like. I saw the education, mental health, and sex education disparities in America firsthand. I thought, I'm a good person. I help impoverished high school students every day. Uh, And this treated me to getting drunk on the weekends and having sexual relations with men. The sense of wanting to be wanted, longing to be longed for, and obtaining men's approval was the epicenter of my life. Every day from the moment I woke up, I would place my physical appearance as a top priority to attract men because in my head that was the greatest accomplishment. If I could get an attractive man, I won in life, right? Barbie marrying Ken, it was every girl's dream. The sense of being accepted by a man was the greatest high I could feel. This drove me to drink more, sleep with more men, and alter my personality and appearance to whatever men wanted. It drove me to extremes, men buying me expensive dinners, with me having to repay through physical actions, taking plan B to abort pregnancy, cutting out carbohydrates to get skinnier, the list goes on. All these sins went unnoticed for years because who would have said taking extra 20 minutes to get ready was a sin? Who would have said eating healthy and limiting my calories was a sin? Who would have said doing two-a-days at the gym was a sin? None of these were your classic sins that you would see displayed during a Catholic church service. I did not commit murder, steal, adulterize, worship other gods. Therefore, none of my sins came to light. This is when God decided to intervene. I moved to Dallas, Texas after teaching for physician assistant school. I immediately got plugged into the village church, ran by Pastor Matt Chandler, and my life was turned upside down. I remember sitting through my first service, listening to this man who shared the gospel in a way I've never experienced, raw honesty. To a sense of almost yelling, Matt Chandler explained that sin was everywhere. It was inside everyone. Sin was present during the small notice moments, like getting angry at work or having little patience with my friends and family, uh, caring about man's approval over God's, feeling anxious by not trusting God, etc., etc. I was shocked. I never thought these occurrences were sinful. I therefore realized that I had no idea who Jesus was, and I was following my own idols and misconceptions of him since I was 13 years old. I continued the next year to struggle with finding my new Christian skin 
and shedding my previous. I still clung to men's approval, and that year I went on over 25 first dates in search of it. I got a lot of free food, but let's just say the disappointment of not being wanted was far past the free burrito at Chipotle. And then I met Ned. He was Christian since he was a teenager, well-versed in theology, a type of Christian I've never met before. He did not get drunk, he was not promiscuous, and he liked other things than partying. He treated me with respect, and for the first time in my life, I realized a man wanted me without anything physical in return. The next two, one or two years, I struggled with the doubt, should I be with someone else? Is the grass greener on the other side? I never pictured having an Asian husband before. Heck, I've never dated an Asian man in my life. But God opened my eyes so wide, I felt like I've been blinded my whole life. The amount of room he made in my heart to love Ned was an experience I've never felt before. God shattered my anxieties, doubts, and reassured me that all I needed was someone, some man, to bring me closer to Christ. And that was Ned. His good looks and big biceps didn't hurt either. Uh, I have a terrible memory for memorizing Bible verses. There is only one I can recall without second guessing. It's Matthew 28, 20. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Wait, someone will accept me for who I am and promise never to leave me? Isn't this what I've been searching for all my life with the men I've dated the last 10 years? It was here all along with God. Hallelujah. This took the pressure off me to find the perfect man to complete my life. To find an earthly man who would never disappoint me and never sin against me was impossible. God was the only one able to fit this description. I realize Ned was and is a blessing, but he is just the cherry on top. Jesus is the cake. He is what I need, the sole provider of my salvation and the, the only one not to ever let me down. Isaiah 38, 17, Behold, it was for my welfare that I had great bitterness. But in love you have delivered me from the pit of destruction, for you have cast all my sins behind your back. Jesus had taken all my earthly doubts, sins, anxieties, and worries when he died on the cross. He rescued me from earth's societal pressures and meeting men's expectations to finally be free of all the sexual, personable, and earthly sins I committed was unfathomable. One of my favorite parables to end with in the Bible was when Jesus was invited to the Pharisee's house, Luke 7, 41, 43. A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now, which of them will he love more? Simon answered, the one I suppose for whom he canceled the larger debt. And Jesus said to him, you have judged rightly. There is not a day that I do not picture myself as the debtor with 500 denarii, a debt so large, sin so disgraceful, that there is no one or, no, or any way you could love such a woman. But at last, God reminds me daily that his love has no boundaries, no limits, and I am loved forever. Amen.